Well, 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 welcome back, bitches, to another episode of Drinks After Work. With your hosts, Shannon and Abby. I'm Hello. Abby. I'm Shannon. Good day. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is this week. Thanksgiving is upon us. I feel like that was so fast, and we were just talking about Halloween. I feel like this time of the year always goes by so fast. Like It feels like it's like this weird marathon, or should I say sprint, from like Halloween to Christmas, and then it's over, and then I'm depressed. And then it's January and nothing good happens in January. And then you have Valentine's Day, which is usually like a 50-50 shot. You're going to end up happy. And then then you just have March. No one likes March. Yeah. It's freaking cold. I know. My birthday's in March, so it does give me something to look forward to. But you're on the first day, so it's like the rest of the month. It's like... That's true. Just another month. There's nothing there. My sister's birthday is in May, and I feel like that's the perfect month to have a birthday in because it's like the clouds start to part and like you could get like a a 75 degree, like 80 degree day. You never never really know what you're going to get. It's like a box of freaking chocolates. It could snow, it could rain. Like it's the possibilities. Like there is going to be no 80 degree, 80 degree days in March. Correct. Like we're sitting inside. October though. You never know. You never know. October. Um, I barely know her. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite month, but Thanksgiving is this week and, you know, we have a holiday upon us, two holidays, actually. There's the day of thanks, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, and then there's the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Wait, so it's basically a holiday. Is it a holiday? No, but like, it's like, I a, feel like it should be. It's, it's, you know, the night that everyone goes home, they're in their hometown. And for some reason they decide, let's have a high school reunion and you get, you know, get blackout drunk so that I wake up on Thanksgiving morning hungover and in no mood to eat a turkey. Okay. So did you know that the day before Thanksgiving is the biggest drinking day of the year? I did know that. I was shocked by that. Like, I'm surprised it's not St. Patty's Day. I'm surprised it's New Year's Eve. You're telling me New Year's Eve is not the biggest drinking day of the year? It's the night before Thanksgiving. Why? Doesn't everyone drink on New Year's Eve? <laughs> I've never. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like that one kind of just crept up on us. I don't someone, go out the night before Thanksgiving. You don't go out? No, because I don't like anyone from my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, though. I feel like there's been so many years where I would go home, you know, to my parents' house, hang out for Thanksgiving, especially in college. And then... Everyone goes out the night before Thanksgiving. I'd go out to like the like bar scene that was like a few towns over from mine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd end up staying at a friend's place. And then you wake up, you feel like shit. It's like 10 a.m. You're trying. <laughs> I'm like having vivid flashbacks. You're like throwing your like, you know, going out clothes on from last night. Me- makeup smearing down my face. My friend Anna would be like passed out in her room. I'd be on her couch and I'd be like booking at home. Like, on Thanksgiving, happy holidays to everyone, like blowing through stop signs, <laughs> racing back to my house. And I walk into the house trying to creep by my poor mother that had been like slaving away in the kitchen for, you know, five hours already. She's been awake since 5 a.m. And she's like, thanks for making it. Like, thanks. This is great. I smell like a distillery. I'm like trying to like shove my head in the shower and like companies coming in an hour and a half. I think the reason why I don't go out the night before Thanksgiving is because Growing up, we always were in the Cape for Thanksgiving, which kind of sucks because I love the Cape. Don't get me wrong. But in the winter, there's absolutely nothing to do. And I'm happy to say we're not really that family anymore, but we were that family that did 5Ks on Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, you don't do that anymore? No. Okay. I've never been the type... I, I will say, I always tell myself every year, I'd like to be the type of person that could get out of bed and do something athletic in the morning. I'd like to be the type of person that could get up early and, you know, do some volunteer work, like do something good for the <laughs> environment, for community, for, for, for people. Um, I end up being, you know, a piece of shit every year. I, I'll contribute towards the cooking a little bit, not much. And I, I sit, sit there, play board games with my cousins. <laughs> Is that what you're doing this drinks. year? It's, exa- it's exactly what I'm doing this You'll year. You'll be home. I, I will be home. Um, it's going to be nice though. It's, it's going to be, I, last year we didn't really get to have like a real Thanksgiving. So I am really looking forward to just seeing my family again and like my extended family that I just didn't, I didn't see for the holidays. So I am really looking forward to it for that reason. <laughs> you want to know what I did last Thanksgiving? What? I, I forget. Let me set the scene. So, you know, Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. Yes. Right? 
Okay, so picture this. It's the Monday, the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. You get fired. Oh. <laughs> and then- Wait, was that- you was right, on a Monday. That was Monday. It was a Monday morning okay. at 9 a.m. I got fired. So week starts off with a bang. Yep. My roommate comes home an hour after I get fi- after I got fired and she goes, yeah, so um, I went to work and um, I didn't really feel good and I checked my temperature at work because she works at like, she worked, my roommate at the time worked at like a hospital clinic, whatever, something. And she was, I had a fever. So they tested me for COVID and I tested positive, but I'm just here to collect my things and I'm going to go quarantine elsewhere. So I was like, <laughs> wait so why the hell did she come home to see <laughs> to you to collect her things oh. so she could quarantine somewhere else and i was like mm, okay so i just got fired and now i'm not going home for thanksgiving cool so on thanksgiving morning i was literally home alone in my apartment in boston and i woke up and i stood in line for about an hour and a half outside in the freezing cold to get a COVID test, which ended up being negative. So I could have went home for Thanksgiving, but instead I Zoomed my family and I ordered sushi and then my order came wrong. Oh my God. It was the worst Thanksgiving. So that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. I know. I feel bad for me too. <laughs> like, were you immensely sad? Um, or were you kind of like vibing? No, I was definitely not happy. I yeah. mean, it was, yeah, no, it was arguably it wasn't the like worst a great, week. It wasn't like a necessarily like a great time to be alive. No. Like it was, it was, it was a time. It was, it was a time. It was a time. It wasn't a great time. <laughs> it wasn't the best time you've had. Um, but I'm thankful that this year, you know, this year, Mr. Man and I will be going to his family's um, Thanksgiving in Ooh, Long, Long Island. Island. So I have a nice, Aww. I don't know, four hour drive. When are you, when are you driving a I think I think the morning of. Oh my, you're going the morning of. I'm not sure. I think B- so. Busy travel day, isn't it? Wednesday is a big travel day. Yeah, I think that's why we're not going because I have it's to like work. So much traffic to get there. I feel yeah. like from yeah, that's gonna be so fun though. I don't know. Did you ever have experiences like? I feel like it's a little bit more mature these days, but like going back to your hometown. You go out the night before, like you see the people from high school. You see like the mean girls. You see your ex boyfriend. You see like. That's exactly why I don't go. <laughs> okay. So you've been there though. Like you've experienced yeah. that. Yeah. And I hate it. My town, I live in the smallest town in the smallest state. Everyone knows everyone. 90% of the people I went to high school with haven't left our town. Oh, so they haven't. No, no. It's pathetic. <laughs> I always do kind of like it though. Like it's fun because I remember a few years ago, I got back, I got together with a group of friends that I had in high school and we we went out to this bar and we were kind of hopping around and like every bar you go to you see someone that you yeah. that you know and like you're kind of like oh my god I haven't seen you since high school or whatever but it's just weird because you get this overwhelming feeling where I don't know if you feel this way but in high school the people that I was best friends with like my best friends we always talked about like our lives and we we're like we're gonna do this and we're gonna move here and we're gonna do that that and you always think everyone's on the same page like we're all trying to get out of this town we're all trying to move here we're all trying to do that and you always think like oh my god we're, we're gonna be together forever and then you fast forward 10 years and it's just crazy how different people become and that's fine like everyone has their own path but it is just so weird when you're like wow like I used to spend every second with this person and now we couldn't be more different and like how does that happen but it just I guess it just happens over time I don't know yeah I barely talk to anyone from I have like one friend from high school that I still talk to her name's Allison. Shout out Allison. Shout out Allison. But I just have to brag. <laughs> Thanks um, for being one of the few, few true. True few. <laughs> true few. I have to brag though. Um, weird flex. Um, oh. I was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when I was in eighth grade. Oh. So. Wait, was that for your dancing? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was a ballerina. I was on a float with Kermit the Frog, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It was so sick though because I got to miss a whole week of school leading up to Thanksgiving to like go to New York and like my mom and I went and we lived in a hotel for the week and I just had like dance practice. Did you have like did you have like um rehearsals to Mm -hmm. get into it? Oh and you won? Oh, an audition? Yeah. So it's funny because Rehearsal. The audition, sorry. (laughs) I knew you meant. (laughs) Clearly Um, not a dance mom. The first year that I auditioned, they were accepting six hundred kids. And I didn't make it. And then I auditioned the next year and they were only taking 300 and I made it. And I was like, oh, hmm. and they put you up in a hotel. No, we had to pay for it. We had oh, to pay for everything. Oh, that's bastards. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice experience though. My whole family went. That's so fun. Do you think watch. you'll make like your child do that one day? If I have a girl, I'm definitely putting her in dance. For sure. That's so fun. I love that. Mm-hmm. I always say my mom, I'm like, I wish you would like 
have forced me to do something that I could be very good at. And she was like, well, you like, I would try ballet. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't love it. She's like, well, you didn't like it. I'm like, well, just next time forced I wish me. you just forced me to do it. I would have been great. And she's like, well, you would have hated me. I'm like, but I would have been great. <laughs> but I, I would have if I tried. Um, all right. So obviously Thanksgiving's this week. We um, just had our Friendsgiving recently. And I'm sure a lot of other people are doing that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Friendsgiving didn't really become a thing until we were in college. Like, did you hear about that? Maybe we were just too young to know what it was, but- I think they're so popular like everyone has yeah. them now yeah i think you know i never had it until i was in our friend groups i don't know okay what that means for me maybe i was just <laughs> a loser i don't know maybe i didn't have any friends i probably didn't have friends i was in a long-term relationship uh, so i don't think i had friends okay but, um i think friendsgiving is definitely an adulty thing because i feel like when you're in high school and in college, you're not going to do it at your parents' house. Yeah. And now that we're all adults and have our own houses, we can do that. I remember we started doing it in college and it was always such a shit show because we'd live in our like shitty college apartment and we'd go to the store, buy like a 20 pound turkey, like trying to, I remember we watched a YouTube video, like how to remove like the giblets. So funny. Ew, I learned what that is the first time last year. That's how like at Thanksgiving, like these days, everyone's like, how the hell do you know how to do that? I'm like, because in college, like no one would do it. So we we watched a YouTube video, like a tutorial on how to like prepare a turkey. And we would like microwave everything and with this teeny little kitchen. And I feel like that (laughs) kind of gave us a little taste. And then ever since then, I think our friends giving are kind of, they're kind of kick-ass these days. Like they're like a well-oiled machine. It's a whole production. It's a production. Like- it's walk worth us every second though. Walk us through the production. Mm. So we arrive Friday night. It's like the welcome, the welcome party. And it's like you you are teetering between like, I want to get drunk and have fun, but I don't want to get so drunk to the point where I'm unable to be a human the next day. Cause you know, we wake up Saturday morning at the ass crack of dawn. It's go time. And it's go time. And there's always, you're right. I feel like it's always the night before the big event that people always get too taken away. Cause it's like, oh my God, it's the first night. And everyone's like drinking mm-hmm. and people always get too hungover for the I actual name event. I name a few that got carried away Friday night. <laughs> I won't, but I could. <laughs> Quite a few. It was so fun. But then you're right. We wake up early Saturday morning and the boys go out. They get the bagels and the breakfast stuff. Yep. And then the girls are responsible for the big shop. And we don't buy anything <laughs> until the day of, including the turkey, which is kind of insane. Which we took a, we <laughs> bought a frozen turkey and we didn't know it. <laughs> it was under the, fr- like the not frozen section. It was under like the, f- like, bought, what is it called? Like the fresh section, refrigerated. I feel like I'm being really stupid. What's it called? I don't Dude, know. Dude, I don't eat meat. Your guess is okay, as good as so mine. So we find these, tur- we, we bought two turkeys and they were under like the refrigerated section mm-hmm. that are not supposed to be frozen. We get back, they're frozen solid. At this point, it's like 2 p.m. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we're eating like, at how the fuck do we defrost these turkeys and cook them in time? And we like had to put them in like water for like two hours to defrost them. Is that what happened? I yes. I missed out on that. I know. You usually don't like to look at the, no. the naked turkeys. <laughs> um, we ended up, they actually, they were pretty good. Like was somehow, it? I think it was like the water logging. Like I think it added a nice logging. Little, they were like water logged. I'm kidding. They were, they were fine. They were good looking turkeys. I posted it on our story. Cause I was like really impressed. Shout out to Eric. Oh my God. Eric's he amazing. I don't know how he did together that. for that. He did. Um, the girls for the most part cook. There's like a few guys that help. Jesse always helps with the mashed potatoes or Justin. Why the hell did I just call him Jesse? <laughs> I would just wait. I was like, who's Jesse? I just, all of a sudden I was like, was there an intruder? I was like, we got Jesse in there. What the hell? <laughs> like one of our best friends just casually <laughs> forgot his name. And I knew who you were talking about because he does the mashed potatoes every year. Dude, that was probably the highlight of my meal. I love it. So oh, good. they were so good. They were like so buttery. Whoever doesn't like Thanksgiving food mm. probably just has a shitty mom for a cook. I don't like, understand that. Yeah, when people say they don't like Thanksgiving food, like it's something you have once a year. Just find a way to like it. You don't it. like green bean casserole? Grow the fuck up. Also, there's so many options that it's like you can't find one thing to like, Rebecca. <laughs> okay. Like I hate, I hate people that are like, I like just don't really like the Thanksgiving like entrees. It's like, well, then what do you like? I really just like to eat just like, you know, 
keep it to just i don't even know <laughs> american food i don't know but it like is american food i know i don't that's true i honestly i don't know if you don't like thanksgiving food then we have a problem but and then we had the bake-off which was fun honestly half the judges this year were like too fucked up to make it through <laughs> the full the full bake-off um it was hilarious though we're gonna have a vlog coming at you guys dude soon. i just realized that i didn't try a single dessert and what? i didn't even get to try your cheesecake oh my god why were you too full i don't know i think <laughs> it just took so long well i was filming the whole thing and then i mean we by the end i was like oh it's midnight i know well we didn't eat dinner until like 8 p.m and then we ate dessert at like midnight because people were so full for so long and then people were baking till midnight yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we had the bake-off people aka you were baking okay and francesca there was a yeah. few of us Abigail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll release that vlog for you guys soon. We have to get it together, but it should be a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, let's dive into Drunkity Deets. Yes. So, okay. This one is we're going to talk about Astro World for a second. Or is it Astro World? Astro Fest. Mm -hmm. Astro World. So, just fair warning. Um, obviously, everyone knows about the tragedy that has happened. It's really, really sad. And W Magazine is desperately trying to pull its upcoming edition after putting Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner on the cover. So, yeah. I yeah. think that's smart. I don't think Travis Scott deserves an ounce of publicity, like positive publicity, I mean. Yeah, I know that we didn't we didn't do drunk deets last week, so we didn't get a chance to cover this when it first came out because we had buddy buddy and Kyle on. But um, like Abby said, I mean the the news has definitely circulated about what happened at um, Travis Scott's concert, and just I don't know, like you said, completely heartbreaking. Obviously, there's new information that's coming out every single day, but it does seem like now you know it's it's starting to the ripple effect is happening. So W magazines are trying to pull their upcoming edition of it. Um, I guess they like they were like trying to stop their like delivery drivers from like taking the magazines out because it was already in production something like that so they're trying to do that nike has also postponed its sneaker collaboration with travis scott um so this is similar to what we've seen in the past with celebrities that are getting canceled and everything like that where brands will start to you know pull their endorsements pull their their sponsorships and everything like that um yeah, this is when we need cancer culture to really come through yeah. like if anyone deserves oh my to gosh. be canceled it's him i agree i I hate cancel culture. Someone made a good point about cancel culture the other day. They were like, I don't like cancel culture because it takes someone off the hook too easily. Like if you fuck up, it's like, oh, you're canceled. Like, okay, you can be done. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, no, like let's let people, like let's see what people will do. Let's see if they, they'll redeem themselves a little bit. In this situation though, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't usually like to get too, like obviously we weren't there. I don't know what happened, but I've seen enough the information, videos, things that have happened that have led me to believe that like, okay, yeah, maybe he was up on stage and maybe he didn't see this or maybe he didn't see that. There were so many separate incidents of people like telling this man, like stop performing, stop performing, stop performing that like, I'm sorry, there is no chance that there was no way that he was like, oh, I just had no idea that any of this was happening. Like, I, I don't care if the yeah, lights were bright or care. whatever. Someone um, put something on TikTok the other day that like one time Travis Scott stopped a concert of his because someone like took his shoe or like someone in the crowd that like, grabbed his shoe or stole his shoe or something. He like stopped it. It's because he wanted to get his shoe back because he was like so thrown off. Mm -hmm. So like you stopped, you stopped singing for that, but you wouldn't stop singing when there was people like screaming for their lives and for the lives of other people. Yeah. Um, don't love that. I also don't love that Kylie took so long to like take off like her, you know, videos and information that she had off on about the concert. Like she took her like a full week to delete her posts. Oh, I didn't don't love that. that either. I don't know. I just, I'm not loving their vibe. Um, I'm liking the fact that Kylie's not been posting. I like to see more of that. I think that they should just kind of go into like a little cave for a while. I don't really need to hear from them or the see whole them. Family. Yeah. It's just, it's becoming a bit much like it's, it's honestly disgusting. I agree. Not cool. But yeah, so I guess we'll we'll see what happens in in terms of developments. I'm really hoping we're not going to see some sort of like a weird spin where he's like, oh, like I'm gonna blah 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 blah, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, well, he's a good guy. I don't no. want to see that. Like his, I just his he apology was so like he shouldn't have even posted it. It was just a slap in the face on his Instagram story. Did I didn't see even it? see it. I'll show it to you later. People what was are it? Making, it was just like basically people are. Um, like body language people are basically saying like the way that he was like having his hand in his face and like looking down and just the way that he was talking like people could just tell that it wasn't genuine 
Yeah. And that he was just being like forced. To I do mean, this that was definitely written for him. Like we need to get to a point where we realize that nothing we see is real. And these people that post like apology videos or press conference, like they're not saying anything out of the goodness of their heart. And I'm not saying that like none of these people are good. Like they might be nice. They might be mean. I don't know. But like people are like, oh, like he apologized. Like, oh, you think he apologized? He has a whole team of people that are like mm-hmm. telling him what to say, writing him what to say. I'm pretty sure he just hired like a new spokeswoman or something like that ever since this went down. Like people do that because they either don't care or they don't know what to do and they need someone to tell them what to do, which in my mind is just so disingenuine. And if you have true compassion, I feel like you'd go out there and like find a way to to show that you care. You wouldn't just hide out in your like $14 million house with Kylie in Texas and just kind of wait for the, the storm to blow over. Like you, maybe you'd meet with the victim's families. I don't know if he's doing anything like that, but if he's not, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Anyways, on to some merrier news. Um, okay, so as we all know at this point, um, Taylor Swift, so she is... Um, just been releasing some bops and I can say that because they're the old school bops that we all know and love. She just came out with, um, read the album, which is Taylor's version. Um, for those of you that don't know the backstory ever since 2019, Taylor has been basically fighting for the right, um, to her music back. Um, she wasn't on Spotify until recent, right? Yeah. She was always like an Apple music gal. So that's, that was, a stance against something right yeah she like felt that spotify wasn't going to be paying artists their artists enough or something i don't remember the exact Mm -hmm. situation but yeah she wasn't on there until recently um but yeah so she um obviously a while ago decided that she was going to re-record all her own songs she could have like the full rights to her music it was all this drama that went down um between her like there was drama between her and scooter braun there was drama between um, her, like the agency she was using, all this stuff, the studio. So she decided I want to own all the rights to my own songs. I want to be able to perform what I want when I want to. And I don't want anyone to tell me like what I can't sing, what I can sing of whatever. And so I actually do respect her for this. Um, like say what you will about Taylor Swift, but I think it's very cool that she's kind of going out there and being like, all right, I don't fucking need you. Like I'm going to make my own stuff. So she just released Red. People are raving about it. And in particular, um, the song All Too Well, which I feel like is a crowd favorite. I feel like that's like people's favorite song. One of her favorite, um, one of their favorite songs of hers anyways. So she released that, but she also released a um, like 10 minute version of it. And it's like a, almost like a, a movie. It's kind of cool. I know. So I'll preface this. I am not a Swifty. However, it's weird though, because I'm obsessed with her, like as a person, but I just like don't love her music. It's not that I don't like it, but I just like, couldn't care less that her album came out. I obviously gave it a shot. I just wanted to, you know, dabble and hear everything, but it's just not my type of vibe. It's not your but vibe. I, but I think she's hilarious and I really enjoy her TikToks and I think she's a cute human, all that good stuff. But I was watching her 10 minute little short film of All Too Well and the like acting portion of it. If you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. But I was like so triggered for a split second because I was like, oh my God, this is so so relatable yes this exact fight that's going on is like i feel like every girl has like been in those shoes where like they're begging a guy for like attention or like lack of attention and i was like wow she like nailed this and i was like is this an exact fight that her and jake had like okay i need to know exactly yes so that's the other thing to all too well for those of you that don't know or don't pay that close of attention so taylor swift and jake gyllenhaal they dated i think it was back in like either 2010, 2012, but they were together for um, quite a few months. They ended up breaking up. She releases a song. Everyone has speculated for years that the song was about him. And then recently she kind of released Taylor's version. So all these songs that she's releasing, they say Taylor's version next to it. And there's always like a slight difference between what she's releasing now and the original. Oh, the original. Really? Yeah. And like like the a slight, lyrics or the beat or both. like she'll, both? she'll just like add little things in there. Like, uh, like subtle little lyrics that are a little bit different that you can kind of tell if you know the songs well, which is kind of cool, but it's like Taylor's version. So in this um, video, it's like, it's literally 10 minutes and there's little like scenes and everyone is like, this has to be about Jake Gyllenhaal. And like, even like the, the actor that plays him, like cat captures his mannerisms so, so, so well. And really? yes. Um, so I, I guess I really know who he is surprised, but well, he's been in a bunch of movies. You said he watched Southpaw. 
I know, but I couldn't tell you what character he was. <laughs> I mean, I think he's like, yeah, I mean, he's obviously a famous actor, but anyways, so this has all just been coming back to light again. I think this dude's just like, what the fuck? Like after all these years and oh, people are now freaking it. out, they're like, oh my God, like she really came for him. Like Jake Gyllenhaal who like freaking out in the comments, so, so funny. And in the very like first like line of the song, she writes like, I left my like scarf at your sister's place and like you still have it even now. So someone like tweeted the other day, they were like, Jake Gyllenhaal, like give Taylor Swift her scarf oh back. God. Like so, 10 years later. so, so funny. Um, and I guess like, wasn't, wasn't he like upset or something or he thought it was like annoying that she like re released Oh yeah, this? I don't think he, I don't think he likes the attention. I don't he probably like doesn't want his dirty laundry aired. Cause literally I was watching this and basically you need to go watch it to like really get it but at the end of the clip this girl is basically just screaming at her boyfriend that he dropped her hand like they were out at a party where she didn't know anyone and it was all of his friends and they were holding hands and he dropped her hand and, and like, didn't pay any attention to her didn't pay attention and she was bitching about that and she was like screaming at him and i was like oh whoa slow down and then she starts crying and the second she starts crying he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> and then he like hugs her and it was like game over and I was like mm. oh my god and Abby and I because we were watching this together we looked at each other and Abby was like is there anything better than weaponizing tears <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's so manipulative but I love it I feel like you could be in a fight with your boyfriend and you could be in the wrong like 100% in the wrong if you start crying like game over like mm -hmm. he's not gonna keep fighting with you no. like you're done because they like freak out they not freak out but they get awkward they're like uh oh, <laughs> like, 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 uh, they're that meme with when someone's crying with the broom from afar they're like they're there and we're done like they just want it to stop they want it to so stop they'll do anything for the love of god like what can i do to make this stop and they will like hug you tell tell you that they're sorry whatever it takes to make you stop well what would you do if a guy started crying in the middle like i'm like, trying to fix your michael <laughs> like we get into a fight he starts crying like, i don't know what i would do i think i would laugh because i, I laugh think, when i'm nervous <laughs> i think i'd be nervous <laughs> i no. i think i would laugh not to like laugh at oh them God. but just laugh but imagine if you got into a fight with mystery man and you start crying he started laughing i would i don't i think See, i jump sometimes out the window. i start laughing in a fight you do yeah you're a laugher i am a laugher i am like I've learned to settle down a little bit over the years, but like when I was younger, I would get like so blinded with rage that I would just lash out and like say anything that came to my mind, even if it was like not even true. And what I've learned about myself is that I just like simmer and just like remove myself from the situation. Like I can come back at it and I can say things like in a mature way mm -hmm. and get my point across without being super mean because I used to just completely lash out and just get so angry and like- Oh, I think we all were a little- bitches back then oh my god if you if you laughed at me like if i was yelling at you and you laughed though even if it was out of like i would think you were like laughing at yeah, me yeah no 100 percent. because i think i think i used to when i was younger i think i used to do it to piss them off oh because i knew it would and i'm like <laughs> i would literally i think i'd slap you if, if you like were laughing at me while i was like either crying or yelling at you like i'd be so mad i think i'd resort to violence <sighs> fair fair it's fair but yeah anyways um obviously cool um cool developments i'm excited to see what she releases next i've loved all of the songs that she has released so far and i also think it's just like a good stigma to set for new artists i think there's a lot of kids out there that are 15 16 get signed by these huge record labels just like what happened to um taylor swift i know her record label was in nashville and it was like her first um six albums that she um wants to get the rights for so she was obviously you know pretty young when all that was happening and i think a lot of kids get sign onto these big record labels they don't really know what their rights are they take these shitty deals and i think it's kind of cool that she's setting the precedent hey like you can go out there and you can decide that you're gonna take back um the the pieces that you've created so very cool shout out taylor swift such a good example shout out um okay so i have a question for you <laughs> mm. are you so are you obsessed as obsessed with the movie the holiday as everyone seems to be right now right now are people obsessed with it i feel like it's christmas time i feel like it's like this this time of the year and i feel like everyone that i'm talking to is like oh my god like i'm watching the holiday and like every person like ugh. okay well no short answer no because 
there's no suspense in that movie. I feel like it's very slow and like it's like watching paint dry for me at least. There's not there's not enough drama. Yes. In it. Yes. And I don't really think of it as a holiday movie. Like it's supposed to be a Christmas movie, but like I don't I think feel... of Elf when you okay. say Christmas movie. Not okay. The holiday. So when you think Christmas movie, you think Elf. I don't know. I was talking to a few people the other day and they were like debating like the best Christmas movies and someone was like oh my god the holiday like I have to watch it and someone else was like oh my god me too that's like a classic and it's like number two on Netflix right now they put it back on everyone's talking about it and I was like am I the only one out there that doesn't like this fucking movie like I don't think it's good I think I don't I'm not I'm not you don't buying think it's it. a good movie or a good holiday movie no movies that I like are good First off, like I'm not out here watching some like critically acclaimed Sundance nominated, um, you know, short film or like an Oscar worthy performance. Like I'm not. And Michael will always say that. Like I don't watch good quality movies. I get that. But like with Do the you holiday, like, like the low class, like C list Netflix actors. Is that I, your vibe? Not even not not even like C class Netflix actors. Like I just like I just like a good rom-com and like those are never considered good movies like I like a good rom-com with Brad Pitt in it but like it's still gonna be a rom-com I like the notebook with Leonardo DiCaprio oh, see, I guess I that's like the notebook no not the notebook I meant to say Titanic Leonardo DiCaprio is not Titanic too <laughs> those are sad it's I sad know, it's so sad I know I don't love that either I don't like he's not he's just not that into you how to lose a guy in 10 days oh see I love those. the classic but they're not like good movies like it's no, they're good for us, but like they're not winning like a Golden oh, Globe. No. no, 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 no. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Know what you mean. No, I know. They're you mean. like not like a movie that like makes you wonder about like society as we know it. It's not like a life changing. It's not like making us question time and space exactly, <laughs> <laughs> like and going to bed depressed. But yeah. Anyways, so I'm not. I'm not. What I'm trying to say, my bar isn't super high. Like okay. I'm not asking for a lot. I feel like the holiday. I'm not. I, I just. I'm not buying it. Like. I don't feel the passion. I don't feel the love. Everyone it's like does. a weirdly fabricated love story. It's it's odd. It reminds me of the parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of has that vibe. It doesn't feel that Christmassy. I don't love Jack Black in it randomly. Like he, he's like trying to be this doesn't like belong there. romantic like guy that comes in. I kind of feel like he has like a puppy puppy dog vibe. He's like a little lurky. I don't like it. I'm not like getting butterflies when I see him. I do think the British guy is hot. Like I will, I will give them that, but that's the only thing they have going for them. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, but I only associate Jack Black with School of Rock. And I feel like that was like the only movie that I can see him in. He was typecast. Like, what does that mean? It's like an actor's biggest fear. They like play one role and they play it so good that like no one can picture them being anything else. Like, Think about, I'm trying to think. I think can't about picture like Phoebe. him as a dad and I can't picture him as like a lover. Like it makes me cringe. Think about like Phoebe from Friends, right? It's like Phoebe. she's, I know she's tried to do other things and I'm sorry, but it's like, I can't, I can only see you're Phoebe. Phoebe. You're Phoebe. Like, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's who you are. Like you can't be someone else. And there have been some like, uh, what's his face? Um, Penn Badgley, like from um, Gossip Girl, like Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl, oh. who now plays what's his face like you. Will Bettelheim or whatever from you I think he's done a decent job but like I still do see Dan, Humphrey. Dan Humphrey but the the characters are also very similar <laughs> like creepy kind of yeah I yeah. always had this theory okay hear me out so Dan Humphrey um I wish that he didn't end up with Serena because I mean why would the fuck would Serena end up with him because like she's way too good for him and he sucks but wait anyways. do they end up together at the yes end? You did you not finish Gossip Girl? No, I Girl? did. I did. I did. I can say this is one of the very few shows that I've watched from start to finish, but I haven't it's watched like the it last, in a while. Okay, because it's the last scene of the last episode. They like end. Oh, up, we just spoiled it. For, oops. Okay, if someone hasn't watched <laughs> Gossip Girl by now, then you probably should. I don't reevaluate. You reevaluate your yeah your judgment. Oh my god, I can't. Ew, they right. ended up together. You don't remember? Go go back and watch the last season. It's ten episodes. Okay, six, I will. Season six, but they end up like. The very, very last episode, 
it's like the last like 10 minutes and it's like they end up together and they get married and all this stuff and they Nate, get married yeah and Nate ends up like what? alone but he's like running for mayor and all this shit she should have ended up with Nate everyone knows that wait do Chuck and Blair end up together yes okay if they didn't God. end up together I would have given up I would have rioted oh yeah I would have burned some <laughs> shit to the to the ground <laughs> you really would have oh yeah um but even though everyone's like man they're toxic I don't care I love them and it was beautiful um anyways she should have ended up with Nate. I wanted Dan to end up alone. He ends up becoming a creepy little hermit. He becomes the guy from you. And then he goes after that that blonde girl that kind of looks like Serena. It all would have made sense. They could have like oh. blended the shows together. It was a huge mess. If anyone in Hollywood ever wants to hire me, I am available. <laughs> yeah, what is that? A producer? What are, what are you? I, like a, no, no, no. Like a, a screenwriter, a director, screenwriter. a producer. I'm sure I could do any of You're it. You're just a woman of many talents. Oh, oh yes. But anyways... Yeah, the holiday sucks. I feel <laughs> like when you point blank sucks. I feel like when you think of holiday movies like Christmas movies, you think of a few different categories. Like there's the classics. Like, do you watch It's a Wonderful Life or any of that shit? Yeah, my mom made me watch it growing okay. up. I feel like that's what yeah. like my mom will watch that every Christmas. Um and then I feel like there's the the true like Christmas movies like The Grinch, Elf, yeah. like the Escape Clause, like all Wait, that. What about shit. Home Alone? Do you like Home Alone? Yes, yes, Home Alone. Okay, like good. I feel like that's like a classic like it Christmas is. movie, and it's like about Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like there's the 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 rom com Christmas movies. Like I feel like those are the three big categories. Yeah, and and the holiday's not one of them. <laughs> the holiday doesn't fit into any of the fucking categories. I don't know why I hate it so much. <laughs> Uh, you know what Mr. Man's favorite movie is? What? I asked him when we first started dating, and I didn't even realize that it's a, it's a Christmas rom-com, but it's love, actually. That's my favorite Christmas rom-com. You didn't know it was a Christmas rom-com? No. Have you watched it? I don't know. Oh, my God, Who's Abby. Who's in it? Who's in it? Like, everyone? <laughs> like, literally everyone's in it, I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me, let me Google it. Hugh Grant's Love. in it, Colin Firth's in it. You're saying names, no bells are ringing. Um, okay, the two guys from Bridget Jones are mm. both in it. I don't know who Bridget Jones it's, is. It's Christmas in London. I don't understand how you get any better than that. You've never seen that movie? It's a big, no, issue. I probably, big issue. Watch it tonight. Um, You've definitely seen it. See, I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I it feel it in my follows toes. the lives feel of eight very different toes. couples and dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London. It's so good. The guy like he like, gets oh naked. my God, that makes so much sense because Mr. Man studied abroad in London one semester and he won't no, let it go. It's honestly just such a good movie. <laughs> like you have to watch it. There's like the multiple like plots that kind of like relate to each other. Okay. You just, I don't know. It I makes probably you saw it like. 10 years ago how fucking it makes you laugh it? it makes you cry like the scene where colin firth's character watched walks into the restaurant and like proposes to the girl i start crying the airport scene it's beautiful oh god i love it and like i said hugh grant and colin firth are in it and they're and they're amazing <laughs> they're, they're literally they're amazing merry christmas to me oh god and bridget jones another great one that's a christmas movie I, I don't know if it's technically a Christmas movie, but there, there's Jones. snow and there's Christmas in there's it. Snow. So therefore it's a Christmas movie. Bridget Jones, hold on. Have you seen Bridget Jones? I don't know who that is. Brid oh. Bridget Jones Diary? Yes. 2001. Jesus. Abby, I'm very concerned for you. Have you not seen any of the, the, the rom-coms? Romance slash rom-coms. This is what teaches us about life. Who the hell is Renee Zellweger? You don't know who Renee Zellweger is? No. Do you, Peter? <laughs> Obviously he does. Oh, she's cute. Oh, Hugh Grant's in it. And Colin. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, from exercise to men to food to sex and everything in between, she's turning the page on a whole new life. Wow. It's like the movie that I watch every time I go through a breakup, like on repeat every single day. I don't think I've seen no, I've definitely never seen this one. Okay. Well it'll teach you a lot. You should watch it. Well, I probably could have used this like ten years ago. It's so good. <laughs> Honestly, it's on. It's a really good movie. You okay, like so it. apparently I have some homework to do. I'll report back. I can. I can watch these. I like. I like rom coms. I just. I just. You just don't watch anything. No. Just TikTok. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like traditions for Christmas? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Do you like watch anything? Elf. I've already watched Elf yet. Already this <laughs> season. Yeah. I watched that like early November. I'm not a huge elf person. Like I like it. Oh. 
I don't love it. I like it though. I don't know if I like seeing a grown man in like a leotard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that brings me joy, especially not him. But other than that, it's cute. Oh, to each their own. To each their own. Tis the season. True that. Okay, so the other day I was scrolling on Amazon. I don't know if you do this or not. It might be a little weird. So... <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> you know, when you're like going to buy something on Amazon and there's like thousands of reviews, like mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of thousands. I'm a big time review reader. Me too. I was going to ask you if you were. Well, you have to be on Amazon because there are sketchy people on Amazon that are known to change the pictures and the title of what it is. Like it'll be a completely different item under a, but like you'll see a bunch of good reviews, but then what you see, like you don't get. Wait, yeah. so how will there be good reviews? Because they, it'll, it was an old product. Like, let's say oh. it was like a piece of clothing. They, like, it could be like a pair of sweatpants. It could have been good reviews on an old pair of sweatpants. And then they upload a new photo of different sweatpants and like change the title. And oh, then, and they, they're probably like paying less to like produce them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So you have to Bastards. read the reviews. Yeah. I agree. But then you also don't know because some of them are like people get paid to like review things like well. So you don't know if things work or not. Yeah. I always always stay away from like the products that are like Amazon bestseller or because I feel like those usually end up being like sketchy. Yeah. No, I agree. Like they break after like two months. 100%. Yeah. I don't I don't love it. Um, (laughs) I feel like whenever I'm having a bad day. I will go down and just read the Amazon reviews, like more so just for fun. Even if it's a product I know I'm probably not going to buy. It does bring me joy. Um, I've noticed that people do like to, you know, overshare, divulge a little bit too much info. I was like looking the other day at these like vitamin C pills I was going to buy. And this girl, like (laughs) she wrote a long review and basically was like talking about how beautiful she was. She was like, I'm just so blessed. Like I'm almost 40 and like people tell me all the time. I look like I'm 22. Like, I don't know what I did to just be blessed to be so beautiful. I was born with a skin. Yeah, it's honestly, no, honestly, she said, I know I'm so beautiful. It's insane. The only issue is that I do have occasional like breakouts. She's like, so I started taking these and it went away. And she posted like six screenshots of like her face and like every angle and you know, the befores and the afters and all the shit. And she was like, yeah. So like just wanted to share my like honest truth with you guys. And basically, I was like why did you need to share that like she could have just been like okay here are the befores and afters this shit works but instead she like gave a whole paragraph being like ever since I was young I knew I was special (laughs) it was like why why did you need to say that and it just people on the internet never cease to amuse me no I think you can find some real entertainment in the reviews and I'm not the type of person like if I'm buying something I'm gonna read all of the reviews like I am an avid review reader and I feel like you learn a lot and sometimes it gives me anxiety because then I will never pull trigger because I'm so caught up in the reviews. True. But even if I am, it's not a waste of time because people, you like you said, like they will dish way too much. Way too much. And and you learn a whole life synopsis about someone. Oh my God. Oh, uh, yes. Or like, if it's like a dress, people are posting like pictures of themselves, like ass shots, like from behind, like doing like a split. And I'm like, what? Who are you trying to attract? Like, is there like a chat option on Amazon? Because I'm like, are you trying to like, are you treating this like your MySpace profile? Like what's happening here? Like, I don't understand the point. I feel like COVID kind of made people not afraid to overshare on the internet put it out there (laughs) yeah because there was a point in the pandemic where it was like i may never see anyone again like i don't know if this is going to end so i don't have anything to lose so if i you know am outlandish on the internet who cares because i won't have to see these people in public ever again okay okay i feel like people got into a routine of oversharing and being too honest too open I that there's just no going back now. I dare to say I don't think oversharing is overcaring. There's some <laughs> things I don't need to know about you, about your family, about your personal life. How do you feel about because I think you're absolutely right with like the pandemic. I think people got so used to communicating online that they get a little too comfortable with being online. How do you feel about people using like Instagram live and like Instagram in general or crying okay. online and there shit are like that. Too many videos 
of like shootings happening happening like while on ig live and it's very concerning like have you ever seen like a news article of like people are on ig live and then there ends up being a shooting in the background have you ever seen that no yeah it's happened multiple times and it's kind of scary but the things that people will put on their ig live it's like they don't realize that it's actually real and like there are people that are actually watching it and while it's happening live like you can't take it back yeah like you can't like edit it out like if we say something that we regret peter's got our back he's gonna (laughs) edit that shit out immediately but you're on ig live and there's no taking it back people could be screen recording for all you know oh that's so true and it's like out there there's nothing you can do about it i just don't really get it i don't get people i mean i I've never gone live on Instagram. The thought of it gives me severe anxiety. Like the Same. thought of some random bitch from my high school getting a notification saying, <laughs> Shannon Katenji is going live. Like that, that freaks me the fuck out. I, I Wait, would. I kind of want to go live one time while we're podcasting. I think that'd be funny. I think it'd be funny. If I was with you, I think it'd be okay. But picture yourself sitting there doing nothing like eating a sandwich and just being like i think i'm gonna go live and then people are watching you i just what has our society turned into that that's now a thing and i say this and probably one day i will do that but like i think that's a little bit disturbing i also don't like when people go live and they cry and they're like i just i just wanted to let you guys know like when i posted that product like i really wasn't trying to be insensitive like why why are we crying on the internet why like that's like that's so embarrassing. It, crying on the internet is not my thing. Um, whether it's live or pre-recorded, <laughs> I just don't think it should be on the internet. But to each their own. One hundred percent. Yeah, I just I think that a little bit of mystery would be fine. Just a little bit, like a shred of mystery would be lovely. Like I'd love to meet someone and not have to know that they were crying on their live last night. I'd love to like not have to know that they posted like a TikTok about like weird gross shit that like I just didn't need oh, to. Oh, people know. on TikTok are ruthless. <laughs> They're they 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 need to they need parental guidelines on TikTok. <laughs> Parental. for adults are we becoming like old ladies we like, might there be. should be some censorship on tiktok no no you want to know what's wild though is that like even if we try to post a certain tiktok like we'll get f- flagged for i don't know freaking music but then you can see someone i don't even want to say the things that i've seen on tiktok because it's just <laughs> bodily very fluids things i don't want to see and i'm again i don't know what that says about me why is that on my for you page i don't know why is that on my for you page <laughs> i don't know but i'm like <laughs> how does that get through but our shit gets flagged and like other people's that i know their shit gets flagged for i don't know having music on in the background for co- like fuck off i actually just thought about this i feel like someone's for you page says so much about <laughs> them like if you want my for you page it's a lot of um like vloggy like type videos like mm-hmm. influencers being like like i'm gonna name my life like whatever or like girls trying on like cute clothes or like fashion uh, vloggers that i follow that i really like i feel like you'd see a lot of that and like some comedy um if you go on michael's for you page it's like <laughs> it's like these fucking mountaineer men with like beards down to their belly buttons out in like arkansas like wild like wild hog hunting and like some guy that owns like a like a lion and like him throwing like live meat at it and shit like like or just some like random dude that's like yo watch me put a slab of meat meat on my back and then like roll down the mountain with it like that's his full for you page which really (laughs) honestly sums up his character very well have you seen the tiktoks that are like um it's a video of seeing how long it takes someone to scroll on their for you page. And like, it's a guy to see a girl dancing oh my and God. it'll be like four swipes and it'll be like the fourth video would be like a girl half naked dancing. And it's like, you scumbag. Like that's what I was literally, that's so funny. You just said that. Cause that's literally what I was about to say. I feel like if I started dating a guy this day and age date two, I'd be like, let me see your for you page. Like, Oh yeah. I would pull it out. I'd scroll down it. And if, if it's majority, like Chicks. a bunch of like half naked 16 year olds dancing around. Like that's a, that's a, a strong no. Hard no. Hard no. I'll pass. I, I feel like a little bit of comedy would be fine. 
maybe okay like let's say you follow like Blake Lively like all right fine like that's okay but like a bunch of random like just girls and that's it no mystery man's for you page is puppies because he sends me puppy videos daily um boats a lot of boats he's a boat guy and (laughs) lots of boats food and oh the food ones are good there's probably a few sprinkled me things on there because I always send him TikToks mm-hmm. and it probably ends up on his for you page later on. 100%. So my, he's in the clear. My sister the other day she, or today, she was like, yo, Kevin Cootie's always on my for you page. And she's like, I feel like it's because you talk about him all the time. Because <laughs> Michael and I are like, good morning, you bad, beautiful bitch. Literally every morning to each other. Uh, That's so funny. That. Amazing. Love Kevin. Oh boy. Okay, so... what i had a random thought okay (laughs) um mystery man just joined a gym okay which gym i'm not gonna say because i don't want people to stalk him right because i'm sure that's people's (laughs) first inclination would be to stalk him it's not equinox and i'm sure he doesn't go to like a chain where they couldn't figure out (laughs) which one it was it's not planet fitness but it's not equinox but it's not equinox okay he I'm not saying this to be rude. He doesn't really strike me as like the Equinox type. <laughs> like if you catch my vibe. <laughs> like he doesn't really strike me as like a like eucalyptus towel, like, you know. Oh, you wanna know what his requirement was for the like he was figuring out which gym he wanted to join and his only requirement was that it had a working sauna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that changes your perspective okay. a little bit. I don't know. He's it doesn't, but yeah. Um but he Joined a gym. Okay. And, you know, I should be supportive, girlfriend, right? I feel like, like you'd be happy. No. You're not happy. Why? No. He left today to go to the gym and I was like, bye, don't get a new gym girlfriend because I'll freaking kill you. Is that what you're worried about? Yeah. You're worried he's going to find a girl at the gym. I'm and then not. they're going to lock eyes while- It's not even that I think he's going to find a girl at the gym and leave me for her. But it's like, you know how like you have like your work boyfriend and like your gym boyfriend- I'm not saying me, but I mean, like, there are people there that have, like, work wives, and it's, like... Yeah, like, you have your, you have, like, your... I said that the other day at work, and people were looking at me like I was an idiot. I was like, oh, yeah, you have, like, your work wife. No, that's the sure thing. I'm pretty sure they say that in Grey's Anatomy. Like, it's, there's nothing, like, creepy. It's not like you're having an affair, but, like... No. You go to work, and you could literally be, like, some, like, ugly-ass, like, 70-year-old man, but it's, like, you go to work, you have, like, the person that, like you work well with and they take care of shit for you like at work. There's no like weird attractiveness. It's just like your work wife. Okay. I'm glad that someone else said that because someone was like, that's like so inappropriate. I was like, no, I don't mean it in like a bad way. No, no, it's not like you're sleeping together. It's literally just your work wife, but yeah. like <sighs> you're scary. He's going to have like a gym wife. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. When you see a guy at a gym though, what is he usually doing? <laughs> Checking out other girls' butts? No, they're oh. like have their headphones on, like eyes to the ground, like just focus on their shit and then they go home. I mean, maybe like the creepy ones are checking out girls' butts, but I feel like for the most part, guys go to the gym to like turn off the world, not look at anyone, do their shit and leave. Eh. I feel like it's 50-50. I don't know, but I said it. I was like, bye, like have fun, but don't have too much fun. And he was like, you're I'm, insane. He's, he's like, literally going to the gym. <laughs> he literally was like, I'm not even going to entertain that. And I was like, I'm not. Why? Even. Cause you know him, right? <laughs> he's like, like, no, because I have a workout in five minutes. And if I try to talk to you, it's going to turn into a fight. <laughs> and I'm not going to end up going. <laughs> and I'm too exhausted to deal with that right now. Uh, he's like, maybe tomorrow night we could pick this up and have a nice little fight about it before we go to the gym. But he's like, I'm going to have to factor that in next time. I was like, wait, am I the toxic one? Am yes. I the drama? I mean, you've always been the toxic. <laughs> what type of a question is that? Am I the toxic I one? I don't know. I feel also like a piece of me is like, I don't like, I want you to live a long, healthy life, but like, I also <laughs> don't, I don't like boys with six packs. And I'm not saying that he's going to come home with a six pack one day, I, I, but like, <laughs> what? I don't know. I like, he, I don't think he's going to walk home with a six pack. Me tomorrow. neither. But like now, like the chances are increased. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm upset. <laughs> 
Honestly, I thought you would back me up on this. You think I'd understand? Honestly, maybe I just can't relate to it because if Michael came home and was like, I'm going to the gym, I'd be like, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, Michael, you're great. Um, No, dad bods are in. But also, I mean, Michael and I have been together for eight years. Like at this point, I'm like, it is what it is. If you were going to find someone else, you would have found it. So I guess you're stuck with me. It's kind of my mindset. Obviously. It's, it's a beautiful place to be. It's it's great. It's healthy. It's, it's, um, <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Anyways, um, the dad bod thing. Yeah. I, I like, I like a dad bod. I don't, I'm, I don't have a preference. Like if a guy's a little thinner, if a guy's a little bigger, like I don't necessarily care. I'm a personality type. <laughs> um, but I don't like guys who are like so obsessed with being, not even that I don't like guys who work out. Cause like I, some guys like work out, they have like muscles, they look great. I think that's awesome. I don't like guys that like are, so into their body to the point where I'm like, are they judging me if I put on a little weight? That's where I'm like, I'm already insecure about my own body. Like I don't need you to, to make me feel like shit about mine. I just like, don't want to, I don't necessarily know if I, I have guy friends that work out my, our friend, Will, who listens to this podcast works out. He looks great. Good for him. He's a dear friend of mine. I love that. I don't know, like dating someone who was like a hardcore workout junkie, that would make me feel like I had to work out. And then right. I feel this weird guilt like, and then you, resentment. And then it'd be like, who's in better shape? And then you get into this weird thing about like, who's hotter. And it would get, I think it would get weird. Yeah. If you, if it's a Saturday morning and you wake up and your first instant is to go to the gym, like I can't date you. I'm sorry. Okay. Like I want to go to brunch or right. do literally anything but go to the gym Saturday morning. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I want to be in a relationship where we go to bed at night and talk about going to the gym in the morning and then we don't go. <laughs> yeah. And then we call you and ask you guys to go to brunch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is literally. I just every- feel like the gym is just like gonna come in between us it's gonna it's gonna rip us apart okay i get that i do i do understand where you're coming from um is he just going because he like wants to feel like well so he you know he rollerblades like every like in the summer and spring every single day big blader yeah. big blader and he'll go huge blader you guys may have seen him around blading you definitely have if you live (laughs) or drive by the charles river he would do like 15 miles a day like he takes it very seriously and obviously it gets fucking dark at 4 p.m now and he's working all day so he can't go during the day so now he's like well i need to like sweat somehow so he's like i'm gonna go to the gym i'm convinced he he wants to sweat he's gonna go sit in the sauna oh you think he's gonna sit in the sauna? <laughs> i don't know but definitely i could see that i feel like you go to the, the sauna and you start sweating so you feel like you worked out and then you come home and you're like all right i might as well like eat a pizza yeah yeah, that's my that's my type of vibe. I actually like that. What do you think about the the beards? The November beards, the no shave November, no the man beard, it's coming back. Do you like it? Mm, I like Mystery Man with a beard, yeah. You like him better with a beard. I do. Than with that one. Correct. I think he looks like younger without it. How do you feel when he first shaves the beard and you see him for the first time? Whoa. <laughs> Who's that? So did you know there's such a thing as like post-beard depression? They get depressed. So when Michael and I weren't together, he grew a beard. I, we, we all called it the breakup beard. We named it the breakup, breakup beard. beard. It was a breakup beard. Like 100%. Like not a cute beard. No, it was <laughs> it was a breakup beard. Anyways, we were together for a few months. I was like, okay, it's been cute. I've been supportive. I've showed you that I've changed. Like we're back together. This is great. <laughs> and now it's time to shave the beard. Like you're, you're done. Like I've, I feel like I was nice about it. Wait, does he not usually have, I'm trying to He never him. has a beard. He has one right now because of November, like no, no shave, shave November. November or whatever, but like he never does. So huh. anyways, I was like, okay, you've had your time. And it wasn't like a oh, like scruff beard. It was like down here. Ew. Yes, it was like a mountain man beard. Oh. Like it was like, he was like doing it for survival. Like Santa? Yes, Santa with dark hair. For sure. He was a Santa. With dark hair. <laughs> That's a sight for sore eyes. It wasn't my favorite look um and i can mm-hmm. say that because it wasn't his mom's favorite look either and as long as she, as long as i agree with her then i'm in the right so <laughs> yeah it wasn't the vibe but anyways we we get back together it was great i was like so nice so supportive and then when i realized that you know he was 
interested and wasn't going anywhere. I was like, I pulled out, you know, a razor in the middle of the night and I just started going, I'm kidding, but I did convince him to shave it off. He was so depressed after, like he was like in a very bad mood. It was like, he felt like he lost a part of himself and we looked it up and there's a thing called post beard depression where men will get like weirdly attached to their beards. And when they shave it off, they like can't handle looking at their face. And I thought about it and I was like, wait, like we don't really have anything like that as a girl except for our hair. So I do kind it's of- It's kind of the same thing I feel like. Cause if I like shaved all my hair off, I'm sure I'd feel pretty similar. But even if when I get a haircut that's too short, like my last haircut, like it needed to be done. Like my hair is the shortest it's ever been since like probably middle school, to be honest. And I like don't feel like myself. Okay. My hair is so short. Right. Like it's, it's like part my of, security blanket. If that's the reason I do get it, I will say though, I'd like to know someone's intentions behind having a beard. Like I want to make sure they're there for the right reasons. You know what I mean? I know you're looking at Peter. Peter, <laughs> like you're Peter. in the clear. If <laughs> a guy has a beard, cause he's like, it's like my vibe. That's fine. But I can't help but wonder. I feel like there's a lot of guys who have beards cause they're trying to like, they're trying to, they're trying to hide something. They're trying to hide part of their face. They don't really want you to see who they really are. They're trying to hide they the chin. They don't want you to see their double chin. 100%. And I respect that. But like, I'm honestly like, you know what? As a fucking girl, first off, we don't get to hide our double chins. Nope. Second, in the summer, we're the ones who have to wear the, the fucking bikinis. So if all you have to do, so. sir, is, is show your chin, but you get to wear like loose baggy shirts all year, I don't have compassion for you. <laughs> Shave the beard, show us your chin and go to the gym. <laughs> show us your chin and go to the gym. Gym. And that is all that I had for this. Put point. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Shave your beard, show us the chin, and go to the gym. <laughs> March twenty twenty two. March twenty twenty two. Oh my god. Oh god. Okay, well, that's all we have for this week. Yes, thank you guys for joining on another week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I know. We're not going to talk to you guys again until after Thanksgiving. I know, and then before you know it, we'll be saying, "See you guys next year." Oh my Time God. will just be flying. I know. If you're new here and you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore and at drinksafterwork no underscore on TikTok. If you're a girl in the Boston area, join our private Facebook group. We just hit 4,000 girls. 4K, baby. It's insane. Amazing. Um, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah, subscribe, all follow all the things. Leave us a five-star review. If you don't like us, still leave us some sort of a rating. It can be like a mystery rating as long as it's three or higher. Leave us a review, even if it's not nice. It helps. We love it. We love to read them. It brings us joy. It brings us holiday joy. And you know what? Not a lot of things make us happy these days. So leave us a review. Do what you can. Tell your friends to tell their friends to follow us. Have a, have, have, blah, 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 blah. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.